belt that in my car. I don't feel so much. That's your go-to. So much better. Yeah, it really is. I forgot how good their coffee was. Pretty depressing. I've never had their coffee before. LDU Coffee. Shout out. They're not a sponsor. No, they're but not. But you should be. You have delicious coffee. How many people from um, that coffee company do you think listen to this podcast? I don't know, but I'm about to drop a card there, and now mm-hmm. everyone will <laughs> post it somewhere about one of their funny songs. <laughs> <laughs> What well, are we talking about? <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> Hi. Um, so that was so creepy the way he did that. <laughs> no, you're I'm... like, let me get my notes out. It was one of those that I was like, how do I start a segue? No, I'm not going to. I'm We're just going to jump in. <laughs> just gonna let it play out. So, um, first episode of Urban Legends. How do you guys feel? I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm so excited. Season three. Yes. Three years of no hiatus. Shout out to everybody who's still listening. We appreciate yes. all six of you. You've been really real. No. We have more than that, as evidenced by what you told me earlier. So, I'm very What did excited. I tell you earlier? That we had 39 listens. Oh, yeah, so you're right. So far, yeah. in four days. That's that's kind of big for me. Yeah, that was just an hour ago, and I've already forgotten we had that conversation. Uh, yes. That's, yeah, that was just an hour mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. It happens. It does happen. Right, just a reminder for our listeners... All 39 of you, apparently. No, there's more. Anyways, that's just in four days. All 40 of you. Let me stop <laughs> arguing. <laughs> so, for season three, we're making a change, right? And, you know, I'm sure since you're such consistent listeners, you've already heard this, but we'll go over it again. Um, we're done, or we're at least taking a pause from regular superstitions, because we've kind of covered all the big ones. And so for season three, um, which this is the first episode of season three, we're going to do urban legends. And we're going to go alphabetically through the alphabet. And so I'm going to start. That's what alphabetically <laughs> <laughs> I tried so hard. Yeah, not I, I need y'all to know that Tammy's face was hilarious just wow. now. And Tammy's so good, because she won't, she won't necessarily always say it, but her face will. And so... <laughs> I caught that out of the corner of my eye. So we're going through the alphabet in order, um, starting with Alabama, which is the first alphabetical state in the United States of America. So when I was doing this, um, I started by just like Googling urban legends in Alabama and then just making notes of all of them and the ones that kept popping up. I'm like, okay, that's, so that's why you see at the top of my notes, there's like 10 of them. Yeah. And then I've highlighted two. So I've got... I've got two here. We're going to do the main one and then just kind of see what we're like for time because I think these will end up being slightly shorter episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> at least yours. At I least don't interrupt you much. Right. Because I don't allow you to interact with me at all. You're like, um, stop talking to me. In, in fact, I actually record no. these separately and then I just dub in the two of them yeah. kind of chiming in once or twice in the background. I knew it. I, I knew it sounded different. I sit in my own <laughs> closet and just monologue. That's why we have oh, one one microphone. That's all I need. It's not hard for me to envision this happening. <laughs> that's that's how I practice these. <laughs> I script them and then I just practice. Yeah. Okay, so have you guys? Where, where are we? Where are we again? Alabama. Mm-hmm. Alabama. We're in Texas. Did the research. Um, starting off strong. <laughs> um, have you guys been to Alabama? I have driven. Been we have driven through, through Alabama. Alabama. I think I've been through it too. I don't think I've stopped, but yeah. Um, I'm hoping to get my master's from the oh. University of Alabama. Oh. Is that right? Yes, they have a distance master's in communication that you don't have to be present on campus. Oh, that's nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think I need to survive the next couple of years of my life mm-hmm. before taking on yet another degree. Right. But that's the plan. Yeah, I love it. Cool. So then, you know, our cousin Kelly won't be the only one with a degree from Alabama in the family. There you go. 
and I can really irritate my brother if I shout roll tide, which I might I might just do anyway, just to be obnoxious, <laughs> just because. Just because. Okay, so for Alabama, there's a bunch of them, and we're going to cover one or maybe two. Um, and the first one is called Hell's Gate Bridge. I'm kind of thinking you've probably not heard of it, but have you? I've seen it on, like, a list. You remember that I sent the yep. lists of, like, the like pretty big superstitions in each state? So I saw it, but I don't know the story of it at all. Okay, Amanda? I have not. Okay, I have all. not either. I do love that you did just down that coffee so fast, and we're about to go. <laughs> Kids were on, you know. Just... up. So, you know, just before I began here, um, I discovered a long time ago listening to podcasts that sometimes my phone would spontaneously speed it up, and so they would be talking really fast, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, is it my brain? Have I had too much caffeine? So there's a thing I'm, like, looking for my phone, which I don't even know if I brought it. Oh, it's above Tammy's head, which is a great place for me. It looks like it's going to fall on her head. on me. So, like, when you pull up your podcast app, right, and I know all of you listening can definitely see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So here, you see how there's the, the yes. one X, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes my phone would spontaneously go to one and a half. Oh, yeah. So for all of you that know what I'm talking about, just feel free to move this to half time. And me talking way too fast will sound like a normal human. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for this PSA. <laughs> okay, so Bridges, Hell's Gate Bridge. I have not heard of it, no. Do you think Bridges are scary? Yes or no? Well, Amanda used to be scared of them. I did, but it wasn't so much like I just was afraid to fall off. You know the big overpasses, mm-hmm. like over. Yeah, I was just afraid to fall off. It's of all them. because of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. <laughs> Which let's not derail too much, but honestly, that was such a good show. It yeah, was a great show. Okay, well, I have never really been a fan of bridges. Um, I kind of think it might just be because I'm scared of heights, and yeah, of being on a bridge implies that you're up above something. Um, they're usually high. Sometimes they're over water, although the water ones don't bother me as much. I agree. But I do, um, I've always kind of thought the architecture of bridges is pretty like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't mind looking at bridges. Like, I'm not afraid of uh, bridges, per se. It's more the height. Um, as long as my feet are firmly on the ground, I enjoy them. And in fact, a couple of years ago, mom and I did a driving tour to see the leaves change in New England. Mm-hmm. And at one point we were in Vermont and we were kind of walking along, enjoying the leaves. And there was a really beautiful one-way bridge, which is still confusing to me how you have traffic going two ways, but only one at a time. I don't understand the mechanics of it. People have to cooperate. I, well, look, I'm probably not the one to volunteer for that yeah, job. Fair enough. But it was a beautiful bridge. We got some beautiful photographs. You see them a lot in kind mm-hmm. of those um, like coffee table books. You see a lot of really pretty right. bridges. Um, but if you jump on Google, my best friend, and you say, why are bridges scary? Or what are the world's most terrifying bridges? Most of them have to do with height and altitude. Fair. Um, and sometimes like extremely sharp angles. So you'll see the ones that I mean, to me, they almost look like an acute angle, right? Like they go up really sharply and come down. I don't ever want to see that. No. Well, I don't like them. Like they make right. me a little nervous. Wait, you have to drive up and then back down? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's not really quite that sharp, oh, okay. but like the pictures kind of make it look like it. Like those are gotcha. some of them that'll come yeah. up if you look at like world's most terrifying bridges. They're usually about height. We're going to do that after this episode. Okay. Okay. I just need you to know. Absolutely. There are a few of them though that um, are scary more because of the disrepair and disuse than the heights, mm-hmm. or sometimes they make the list because of a good ghost story. Yes. So you know where I am. <clears throat> yeah, of course. I'm hoping where I thought Timmy was anyways. shaking her head, but I think she was just rubbing her head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's bad. I've lost her on I've lost her already. <laughs> okay, so remember the episode that we did about cars? I'm pretty sure that was Tammy's episode. Driving, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so there was something about holding your breath through a right. tunnel or the bridge on a tunnel on a bridge or the ghosts would haunt you, right? Yes. Oh good, they're not two sided notes. <laughs> this is always an experience for me too. Okay, so when I started researching Alabama, 
Um, there were a lot of urban legends that kept popping up, but one that popped up the most was this one, the story of Hell's Gate Bridge. Okay. Um, although there are many bridges in Alabama that are thought to be haunted, Hell's Gate Bridge might be the most haunted. Hmm. This bridge, get ready, travel guide Barbie. Uh, this bridge ready. is located in Oxford, Alabama, which is a city that straddles the counties of both Calhoun and Talladega. For anyone listening who's ever been to Alabama, I apologize that I'm probably going to get all the geography wrong. There is a population of just over 21,000, and it's located right off Interstate 20, about halfway between the major city of Birmingham, Alabama, and Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Or that's what it looked like to me when I was looking at a map on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't actually know if it's halfway or not, but it looked... It looked it's it, an approximation. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get out a ruler or anything, <laughs> but like, it kind of looked like it to me. <laughs> and if my husband were listening, he would be shaking his head <laughs> right now. Okay, back to Hell's Gate. Uh, the bridge got its name because of the most popular event to ever take place on the bridge. Technically, this is actually not the official name of the bridge, but at this point, no one remembers the real name oh, of wow. this bridge. They only call wow. it this now. According to legend, which was recorded for the first time in the early 1960s, in the 1950s, a young couple's car drove off the bridge and into the water below when they were trying to cross. They perished in the dark waters of the Chaco Loco Creek below, which, mm. yes, that's really the name of the creek. Chaco. 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 <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> although the couple, um, although they may have perished, the young lovers... Aaron's favorite word, has not <laughs> moved on, have not moved on. Supposedly, if you stop on the bridge and turn off your lights, you may end up with an additional passenger in your back seat. Oh, no. Nope. Hooray. Nope. It has been said that a member of the couple will enter your vehicle and leave a wet spot on the seat. I'm going to vomit. Oh, that's kind of like the... <laughs> hold, heard... hold that thought. Okay, all right. <laughs> you may not ever see or hear them or even know that they were there. <laughs> Until you see the wet spot on the back seat after you leave the bridge. Tammy, have you ever heard anything like this before? <laughs> Reminds me a little bit of the Lady of the Lake of Dallas. That's right, <laughs> Tammy. Well done. This is how you know she's not reading my notes over the shul- over my shoulder. Yes. Speaking of how you don't like to let us interrupt. <laughs> You're like, shut up. I'm not done. Well, if you will look here, I carefully scripted that into this right here. So you just oh. needed to wait for your cue. Just like <laughs> Cue, go. No, that is... Okay, so I don't know what... When I was younger, I actually, truthfully, don't do this as much anymore. But when I was younger, I would literally, like, if I was driving somewhere by myself at night, I'd look behind me all the time to make sure, like, a ghost or some figure had not appeared in my backseat. It's weird. And then you get pulled over by the cops for erratic driving. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, that never happened. Luckily. Just that once in Louisiana. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Louisiana doesn't do defensive driving. That's so y'all know. Wow. That's good to know. Um, so Hellscape Bridge actually earned the name, uh, not because of that part of the story with the couple, but because many people believe that if you do stop on the bridge and glance over your shoulder, then the road behind you resembles the fiery gates of hell. Yikes. The story says that the entrance to the bridge actually vanishes and all you can see are fiery gates. Hmm. Uh-huh. And many locals have actually substantiated this claim. I am never driving. <laughs> I was like, you're giving Amanda all the uh-huh. nerves right now. <laughs> now, it's it's kind of hard to find a connection between these two stories, and no one knows for, re- for sure. But a lot of people believe that the young couple maybe lost control of their car after seeing the fiery gates. I could see that. And then spun into the water, which caused their death and then created the ghost story. There's no way to know if that's actually true, but that's what some people believe. Chicken and the egg type situation. Exactly. Um, so mm. avid researchers have tried to substantiate the story of the young couple 
but there is no record of a car crash on Hell's Gate Bridge that's ever been proven. Oh, wow. We do know that records weren't quite as reliable in the 1950s right, as they are now, but the story of Hell's Gate Bridge car crash does show a few similarities of another urban legend, which is the story of Crybaby Bridge in Ohio. Mm. So we'll see if that one pops up as the most yeah, common one yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of similarities there. Now, obviously, with so many stories, it makes sense that a lot of people want to try for themselves. Due to safety concerns. <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> Timmy and Amanda are both like, nope. No. Absolutely not. Those I'm taking like, no. another route. Thanks. <laughs> I will go around. <laughs> well, you're in luck. Oh, good. Because due to safety concerns, local <laughs> officials use... <laughs> These two are not cooperating with the cues that I've written in my story. I would like that noted. Local officials used cement blocks to block off Hell's Gate Bridge about 10 years ago, so people won't cross the bridge anymore by car. Uh, you can still get to it by foot. It's not advised to attempt to cross the bridge, though, because it's old, decrepit, and falling apart. Mm, even better. Even better. <laughs> very, very safe. According to the Aniston Star, which is a local newspaper, records from Calhoun County show the bridge was officially closed to traffic in late 2005. In 2006, a new road known as the Leon Smith Parkway was built from Friendship Road to the Oxford Exchange and connected the path to a new outdoor mall. Uh, I know that means everything in the world mm -hmm. to all of you listening, myself included. I don't want to drive down Friendship Road. No? That sounds creepy. You don't? <laughs> this I thought you were going to like that. <laughs> This new road bypassed the need to go anywhere near Hell's Gate Bridge. So to be to get there now, you have to intentionally be looking for it. There's okay. no need to get there anymore. That's that's a plus. Yes. Thanks, Leon. So that was 2006. In 2007, the Oxford Paranormal Society held an investigation and found no evidence of paranormal activity at the bridge. Oh, wow. They arrived at 10 o'clock at night and utilized voice recorders to capture e uh, EFP. I'm like, I think that's supposed to be EVP, isn't it? Yes. I don't know, actually. I think it is. If only I had done the research. Uh, Electronic voice phenomenon. I think it's supposed to be EVP. Okay, sure. I think I typed that wrong. But they utilized the voice recorders on either end of the bridge. In the middle, they set up a webcam that's suitable for night viewing and took a lot of pictures with both a digital and a 35 millimeter camera. They were there until approximately midnight, so just a couple of hours. After they reviewed the evidence, they didn't see or hear anything that indicated paranormal activity. One member of the group reported seeing something with his eyes that appeared to be an object coming towards them. Upon approach, it was an armadillo. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, none of this, is, however, has stopped the flow of foot traffic to the bridge as people desperately try to find the ghosts. Mm -hmm. That is, yeah. So that's yeah. Hell's Gate Bridge. I like it. So I was right. It's going to be kind of a shorter one. So if you guys are okay Let's with it, do. we're going to jump into the second most yeah. common urban legend. <clears throat> um, I have just declared, I am declaring. Okay, you're declaring. I feel like either we record these urban legend episodes at night sometimes. Mm, like I that like would that. be fun. Until and you have like to drive home and you cry. So spooky season all year long. Spooky <laughs> season all year long. I think you know I'm going to be on board. With yes. This. Okay. All right. I'm going to start wearing all black. No. As long as somebody's driving me home because I can't see it. <laughs> there. So I Amanda, be to drive home. we can always go together. So Amanda will be swerving erratically looking for ghosts <laughs> and Tammy can't see. This sounds like, <laughs> like a success story. I'll watch for the ghosts. I can see to the backseat. <laughs> we ghosties. The we ghosties. Okay. So this is the second most common one in Alabama and it is called the Dead Children's Playground. Oh, that's lovely. Okay. Uh-huh. You're welcome. You're welcome. There is a cemetery Come in play Huntsville. With us, Johnny. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, wow, that was scary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's the middle of the day. Yeah, I hate that movie. Oh my god. 
Hair creep. Yeah. That's just what it made me think of. <laughs> Tell me y'all didn't think of the same thing. No? No. Really? Oh, well. All right. Well, now. Just me. <laughs> Only you were obsessed with them. <laughs> <laughs> they are the most terrifying. Those twins from The Shining are the most terrifying creatures. Yes. They're, They're pretty so scary. Okay, sorry. All right. There is a cemetery in Huntsville, Alabama that is called Maple Hill. In 1811, Huntsville became the first incorporated town in Alabama. Due to the bounty of cotton fields and the strategic position along the Memphis Memphis and Charleston Railroad line, the city was enjoying rapid growth and business was booming. In 1822, which was a booming year for industry in Huntsville, Maple Hill Cemetery was founded. So Maple Hill Cemetery is actually the largest cemetery in Alabama. It covers 100 acres with more than 80,000 grave sites. Oh, boy. So take a minute to process how large that is. That's a lot. I don't want to. Smack in the middle of the cemetery is the most unfortunately located park called Drost Park. There's no mm-hmm. way. Are Why you would someone do that? It's a very pleasant little place. It's mm. extremely isolated. And yeah. Hosts, <laughs> and hosts an often abandoned playground that is a hot spot for paranormal activity after dark. Yeah. A hundred acres of cemetery with an abandoned park in the middle with an abandoned playground in the park. Just just think about it for a minute. I don't want to. <clears throat> we're going. We're, That's where our girls trip we're is. Not this year. We're going there. to Joss Park. <laughs> we're not going. You there. give me yep. you sedate me before <clears throat> we go there and I'll, I might agree to You'll it. You'll be great. Okay, so Drost Park is set back in the cemetery. And due to the canopy trees, gets very little sunlight, oh, God. which gives it a permanent creepy feel. Oh. There are many stories about the playground, fondly called the <laughs> dead children's playground. Is anyone playground. Else physically uncomfortable? <laughs> you clearly are. I'm regretting this right no, now. No, no, it's fine. I'm concerned that we're going to have to sedate Amanda just to leave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry okay. to interrupt. Okay. Okay. So it's formally called Drost Park, but it's fondly called the Dead Children's Playground. Fondly. Right. Very fondly. fondly. Okay. So there's a legend that says, I need y'all to be ready for this. Okay. <laughs> you don't here, look ready. Here I Terry's come. shaking her head. I haven't even begun. <laughs> Amanda looks like she needs to do some yoga. <laughs> okay. Done. All right. The legend says that during the 1960s, the area around Huntsville was a focus for a rash of child abductions that plagued the city. Many of these children, I know Amanda, these children <laughs> did not survive their captors and bodies were discovered around the area that is now the playground. Ooh, Mercy. A different version of the story sets it in the 1940s and ties the crimes to a single serial child murderer. Mm. Supposedly, prior to becoming a playground, the land was actually a field where the murderer dumped the bodies of his victims. This is awful. Trier- so it's in the middle of the cemetery. But it wasn't a cemetery but it yet. Wasn't a cem- oh, okay, okay. Oh. I got you. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, maybe because it just wasn't cemetery- as big. The cemetery was founded in the 1800s, but this was the 1940s, so it was a field at that point. They probably got hadn't it. finished building. Well, it yeah, of course. <clears throat> so trails led away from the field and into some old mining shafts, which oh, is Lord. where it was said that the killer lived at the time. Ah. Still another story oh, no. blames the ghosts of the children on the influx of the Spanish flu in Madison County in September of 1918. Over 400 deaths were reported. Many of them were children. Huntsville was also the home of the Lincoln Mill Village in the early 1900s. Mill owners actively encouraged the use of children as a prime source of labor. And newspapers praised the mill industry for teaching children good work ethic. Ah. In fact, Alabama, in Alabama, one out of every four mill workers were children. Nah. Mill work was a very dangerous vocation. Accidents mm. happened. Many of them involved the children working there. 
So there's a couple different origin stories. Right. Um, no you, OSHA watching out for these kids. No, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, as you can well imagine, this is a favorite location for paranormal investigators oh. and thrill seekers alike. That's you, Amanda. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go. Amanda's eyes are so wide right now, I can see the whites all the way around them. Yeah, Amanda's always looking for the ghosts of children. Absolutely. <laughs> Many people have made a midnight journey to the little playground with hopes of experiencing something paranormal. Don't call it that. That's worse. Okay, just so you know, I would do this. I know you would. Yes, I would do this. Okay, witnesses have reported seeing the swings move of their own accord, of hearing disembodied voices of children singing, playing, oh my God, laughing, or calling out to visitors. Amanda's about to have a full-on panic attack right now. Other people have heard the sounds of little children's feet running through the park and seen dust kicked up as though the kids have just run by. Rude. The swings seem to be the center of the activity, and witnessing the swings moving independently is the most reported haunting, mm-hmm. or most often reported haunting. Um, in 2007, the city of Huntsville removed the slides and swing sets to make room for additional plots in the cemetery. Hold on, Tammy. This just keeps getting better. The public is so fond of this playground and the stories that there was public outcry, which caused the city to not only put the playground back, but to replace <laughs> and upgrade all of the playground equipment. Stop. Yeah. So it's a little less creepy, maybe, uh, now. Yeah, it's just less decrepit. <laughs> yeah. Still abandoned. Yeah. Thanks to the public, the dead children's playground isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And these poor children were happy about their new playground equipment, at least. I know. I was just thinking that. Like, the ghosty children are... They got an upgrade. And reports indicate that the frequency... <laughs> That the frequency of hauntings have increased over the last five years. <laughs> Paranormal investigators have tried in vain to capture images on cameras from this playground. Uh, no firm ghostly specter has been photographed. We've been on enough ghost tours to know that that's hard right. to do. Right. Uh, but orbs of light are extremely common in pictures from the dead children's playground. We, we hear that all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For those of you listening, every time we go on a girl's trip, we almost always go on a ghost tour. So that. They, that's a common We're fans. thing. Mm-hmm. We try to find hauntings. We try. And then Amanda has panic attacks. It's all good. <laughs> um, which reminds me, not to interrupt you too far, but apparently they're reopening the Baker Hotel. Did you know that? Yeah. No, Baker Hotel. What's the Baker Hotel? Yeah. And, um, yeah, what's the Baker Hotel? Oh, mercy. What's the name? You're making things up. It's in Texas. It's not the that Mineral Wells. Here. Mineral one? Wells. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that it was haunted, but yeah, yeah it's, it's very haunted. Well, let's go. And they're reopening it. Okay. okay. Girls trip 2020. I'll get an Airbnb. Thanks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Photography experts try to claim that orbs are a reflection of light, which you hear a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the dead children's playground is surrounded on three sides by cliff faces, and the chance of light reflection is pretty minimal because there's not a light, com- a lot of light coming through. I did find. Okay, I need you to be ready for this. Oh God, it gets worse. <laughs> okay, luckily this is um, this medium is only auditory, so you can't see it, but. I was, I fell down the Google rabbit trail. Oh no, the so Reddit. <laughs> I did find one article that boasted pictures of ghost children playing on the rock wall in the playground. Um, but even for a believer like me, it was hard to determine exactly what was happening. Like, I want to see it. I believe in it. And you could see where someone was kind of like, oh, okay, that's probably an arm or, or whatever. But it's not, it's not, not that, clear. Not that easy. Did you screenshot it? No, but I could pull it up and find it for you. That needs to happen. Okay. I don't know if I want that, but I do. <laughs> so if you decide that you would like to visit the dead children's playground, activity seems to be busiest from 10 o'clock at night to 3 o'clock in the morning. And if you do want to visit, it is located at 1351 McClung Avenue, Southeast, Huntsville, Alabama. 
Why are kids' stories the absolute creepiest? I don't I mean, know that they are. Not to me. Oh, they are to you me. Think you, that you was think just pretty sad to me. I, <laughs> I mean, that is obviously very sad. But, like, yes, I don't know why kids creep me out so much. <laughs> they always have. It's true, especially girls. Yeah. Luckily, like, Fiona's not a twin, because the twin girl... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not scared love of blind them. girls. <laughs> um, no, that... I, I, I'm glad we did both of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Um, yes. I'm like, I, I want... I'm intrigued now, but, mm-hmm. like, maybe give me a Xanax before before we go. Like, that's fine. Xanax would be a great solution, because then you're kind of like, I see it, but I don't care. I don't care. It's I'm fine. Not, I'm not that worried about What's it. What's up, ghosty child? <laughs> wow. If I ever see Amanda say, what up, ghosty child, I'm immediately taking her to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thanks for listening to Salt Over Your Shoulder, a Redwater production. We appreciate your support. Your download allowed our crazy idea to gain steam and make it into your podcast directories. We couldn't do this without you. If you'd like to continue your support, you can engage with us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at SaltThePod, or follow us on Facebook at Salt Over Your Shoulder. You can also email us at saltoveryourshoulder at gmail.com. Special thanks to the one and only Andrew York for our awesome graphic. If you'd like to continue your support, please consider giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast directory. This helps other people find us as well. You can also become one of our patrons at patreon.com saltthepod. See you next time!